0: Hey everyone, hope all is well. Um, I know I'd said this a while back, but I'm going to try to make um the podcast more like, um it is already personal, but what I'm going to do is, when I'm actually doing something, when I'm going somewhere, I think that will make it more, you know, fun and exciting. So that's something I'm considering I'm doing. It's just I don't remember because usually when I am in a place, I'm just trying to be in that moment and trying to not be on my phone um anyway so you know i was listening to the song troubles by youtube and i don't know how this playlist even downloaded on my phone like years and years ago but supposedly they apologized because they charged everybody at the time without us even knowing that's beside the point. The point is, it ended up on my phone. I'm just listening to this song called The Troubles. And um, in there, the woman who's singing says that somebody else took over his soul. And of course, he was not the same person, which is why he said that. And this is like the realest thing that I had experienced once or twice, should I say. Have you ever had this when everything is going well, when you're with somebody else and everything has been going well, and then suddenly the person changes up? I'm not talking about, you know, when people say, oh, the person is cheating, they're this, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. You just met them and with it with it being like okay within the first few months they suddenly change up and you're like, "Wait, this is not you." And don't tell me it's because you don't know them for a long time. No, when I see somebody, I can sort of tell what kind of person they are just within like meeting them and even like in a few weeks of knowing them, I kind of have them figure it out already. Where were their hearts at? So the thing, or where are their minds at? But what I'm trying to say is, in this case, I knew that it wasn't something that was of this physical reality that had changed this person. That something had overtaken the soul. So when I listened to this song, I immediately related to this song. I was like, this happened to me once. And when you talk to the person... Their eyes are no longer connecting to you. So before, where the eyes are more full of life and you know, oh wow, this is the person, that's the person. But when it, like, a veil has been placed on them by somebody else, who's very malicious, whatever you call it, dark energy, attachment, they completely will change. And you can no longer connect to their soul, where once you probably did connect to their soul, it becomes like disconnect. The only thing at that point that you can do is because from there, unlikely, it will not work. You can try, you can try, you can try, which I did. But after a while, you're like, wait, this is not working. You sort of have to pray. People don't understand that by the people or who they eat with, who they sleep with, Who they associate with who they hang out with have impact on them people don't realize what energies can do especially if you're with them like all the time which is why they say that when a person can be alone they either call him a god or a beast because only that can be by itself you can only be a God if you are by yourself. When you are surrounded by too many people all the time, there is no way you can find yourself and know who you are or if something has overtaken you. I'm talking about attachment. This is what this is about. When some attachment attaches to a person's soul, they have no idea except somebody who really knows them or somebody who is very spiritual or somebody who knows energies. And I thought I was going crazy. And Of course, people put negative doubts. It's this. I said... Even if it is, I don't think it is. But in my mind, I knew the soul disconnected because of some other attachment. And I kept telling this person, I don't like this person that you're associating with. I have, I don't have a good vibe. I just don't have a good vibe. And I just put it out there and I left it at that. Whatever that person decides to do, that's their free will choice to decide. Because my soul said not good, okay, so there are people who do that, and you just have to be aware enough of people who who are capable of doing that, and and taking your distance as much as possible, that those are not people you want to associate, Um, so people do that, people do that, because especially if they see that your life is progressing, um, you are doing well um they know your future is bright they know when you have a brain and you're using it well to bring abundance to you when they know you're going into union whatever it is people will go at length to stop you from getting it and that's because of the dark energies that are attached to them now If you're not spiritual, you will never know this because you only see them, them hanging out with you, them having fun with you, them doing this with you, always being there for you. You will have no freaking clue if you're not connected to yourself and people who have experienced, you know, trauma depression. I have been through all of it. If you are going through that, there is no way you can recognize somebody doing this to you because you're already disconnected from the self because you've numbed yourself. You don't want to disconnect yourself because of the hurt. And it's just so difficult. So you completely disconnect. Um, So, um. Give me one second. Um, So, um. Um. What was I saying? My mind. Okay. So yeah, when you are numbing yourself through you not being able to disconnect yourself because it's so painful, and so you numb yourself through substances, whatever, you will not know when somebody else is trying to do this to you, unless it's somebody who's close to you and noticing this difference. I always say, number one, people are always in your ear. Number one, are not good for you because they're trying to stir you in a certain direction. You don't want to be that. You want to be somebody who gives you space to be yourself and somebody who's, who's, who lets you, allows you to think for, your, for yourself. Have, I've noticed this so many times. Is I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm just talking about friendships, family. They call that person incessantly, meaning they're always talking on the phone. So this person can't live their life. It it will get to the point where this person can't think on their own. That, for me, is unhealthy. And for me, it's happened when I have to, like, stop. This is too much. Like, once a day, fine. We can talk twice a day, fine. But more than that, this incessant calling is also manipulation. And I'll say why. It's because they want to know where you're at. They want to know what you're doing. They want to know everything about you because it's a way to control you. Now, I'm not saying this when you're with somebody and you're in love and you guys are connecting back and forth. I'm not talking about that because that's definitely pure and different. I'm not talking about that because in that case, you will. Well you will. I'm talking about something that you don't like and they keep doing it. And then you're going to say, why do they keep doing this? It's Because they want full control. They want to know, they know what, what makes you work. So they want in it into your life. Whoever it is, family, friends, they keep. And I'm like, how do you even think? Like, how can you even think on your own when, this, when it's like this? This is not even healthy. And I've seen it. I'm like, this is. I, I tell people, I'm like, look. I'm like, you can't even eat your dinner. Like, why do they have to call you like a hundred times for you to know where you are, what you're doing, this, that, and that? This is not healthy. And so, I I don't like that. Again, I'm not talking about when you are with somebody and you're in a loving relationship and they, look, access to you (laughs) is when you're in a relationship. The person that you're with, the person that you love, if they want to know where you are because they care about you, they want to check up on you because they care enough, that's something different. Because a person who's with you, who's done the work, has, can have access to you. I'm not talking about that. They can have full access to you because they've done the work, they love you, and they want to be with you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the other one where I'm like, why does this person keep calling? Is this, this are, you, are you And they're not even okay with it sometimes. But sometimes they're so used to it that they don't even see it as, as is. And nine, eight times out of ten, I can guarantee it's not a positive thing. It's either because they need them to be somewhere, they need them to do something, to be here. they can they can't think on their own, period. That also is not good. Um because I had a relationship where I we were back and forth like all the time. That was healthy. Uh, and then and then your friends will say, "Oh no, no, no. That's not healthy. That's too fast. What are you thinking? Don't listen to people." All they do is will fill your mind with doubts. If your heart and your soul say, "Yeah, connect because You can be, connect over the phone, whatever. Why not? Why would you stop yourself? Right? Because sometimes two souls are one. And that's why you see that when the husband dies a few months later, the wife dies, is because their souls are connected and they've lived together for so long, 40, 60 years. So when your friends are telling, oh, this is too much, or your family's, oh, this is too much, you're talking to her too much, or he's talking to her, or she's talking, you're talking to him too much. What's going on? You're in love? Who cares? Who cares if they say you're in love? who cares if they say you're weak you have to be strong-minded this is how people play on other people's mind it it happens all the freaking time in subtle ways that people don't even know it i'm like this is a a bunch of shit i'm sorry i'm out of (laughs) here i can't for me like i said i'm the type of person that likes to have free mind and free space Unless somebody's with me in a relationship, I don't care. They can have access to me because they've deserved whatever. They've worked for it. Other than that, no, they don't know. They don't know nothing. Um. So, because people want easy access to you without, and it's because sometimes, like I said, it's not a good thing. If it's pure intent, it's it's, out, it's something else. That's not what I'm talking about in here. Um. So yeah. So. And then I was like, wow, this person really changed. And so I left it. I I tried. Oh, you can just send loving thoughts and prayers and heal yourself, love yourself so they can do the the same for themselves. Um, But they always say that when you feel that that person has or when a person has an attachment from some negative entity, what they need to do is cross the ocean or cross water in order for that to break, okay, is what they usually say, or I think that's number one, number two is just immerse yourself in like ocean water, the water is always healing and therapeutic, holy water is always number one, um, but like the real holy water, not the one where people are like, you know, enticing you to go to what, no, 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 you just go to the ocean, you connect to nature, try to be on your own, connect to yourself, connect to nature, and God will connect to you. And he'll talk to you. And um, it will make sense. But when you have all this noise and people always in your ear, how can you even think? And that's the thing is people are so afraid to be alone. They always need that noise and attention. I'm like, this is too much stimulation. Like, have you ever decided, let me think on my own. Let me break away from what's familiar. Yo, the number of times I've broken away from what's familiar and what's known to me, has been a number of times. And I'm glad I did it. Because unless you step away from what is known to you, you will never know what's happening until you take that distance. Um, and so um, when that song played, I was like, wow, you know, I remember this happening. And um, just pray. Because there are people who do that because they don't want to see you progressing. I'm sorry to say there are people who are good for you, but for the most part, when you are a person of value, when you carry something special, they don't even know it because their light has been dimmed But whatever circumstances going on in their life, so they don't even know it. And then they feed into the doubts, the words that people feed them. And so they never reach their fullest potential because of whatever they're around and whatever they're codependent on. Um, alcohol is another one. And I and I can't, I can't, I can't be around, it, it's so hard for me to be around somebody who's like in their addictions for me because I have overcome my own, meaning I have overcome my struggles in life, not addiction, coffee is my addiction, but what I'm saying is, if you don't do that, then that trickles over into your life. Now I'm not saying... If somebody needs my help, if they need me to be there, if whatever, I'm not talking about that, I'll be there. But I'm talking about relationship-wise, I can't. There's no way because I'm not only thinking about myself. I'm thinking about my child and what they're going to pick up, what he's going to pick up, you know, because I've raised him in a healthy environment where none of that is existent. And so I had a friend once, and she said to me, you know, husband had pretended to have a lot of money, but he does the night job. Night job meaning he's out and about makes business whatever at night, whatever you call that. So I said, oh, okay, but that's not the problem is you have a child now, so they're coming home late, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., drunk, and you have a baby, and you're the mom, and he's coming late at night, and you're the baby? Come on. Like... There's a line and time for everything. And sometimes you have to know what you're getting into before you get into it. It's because people are not honest. You probably didn't tell her that either. Or maybe she did and she knew and she got into it. I don't know. But what I'm saying is you need to know all habits of somebody before you decide to be serious with them. Because once you're with them, those habits are not going to go away. It's it's still going to be there. And I'm not saying don't have fun. Yeah, have fun. But there's a limit to everything when you decide to be with somebody and um you decide to have kids you have to think about your kids and what are they picking up from you cuz they're going to think oh daddy did or this person living with us did it so this is considered this is a norm so i'm going to drink i'm going to do this too i'm going to smoke no um, that i'm very careful when it comes to stuff like that because that's stuff that your kid picks up on um but I'm not saying like going out, whatever, have fun. Look, I'm I'm the last person to to have fun, enjoy whatever. But I don't allow certain things in my space, in my home. I I don't because my home is my sacred space, and so I don't allow that. But um, yeah, having fun, I do it. I you know, it's not like I know everything is in balance again. I mean I'm not like just working twenty-four seven and being like this is life. It's just that I don't have the time to do that and and travel and all of that. But there's nothing wrong with that. If if everything in this world has to be balanced, it's when we're out of balance that it no longer aligns to us. And then that's when we're in disease, in um different mind states because we're misaligned to the self because we're so imbalanced in whatever we're doing. And so you have to learn their habits and their patterns because these are the the same patterns that will trickle into into the relationship. And you have to understand that um, there are certain people who do, who realize their mistakes. And people always change, and it requires a lot of forgiveness and understanding. And I always say that... um, when you really wanna be with somebody and you really care about them and you love them deep down, anything will work out. It's not impossible because the pride is not there. Once the pride is there, you're, you're separated. It's not distance that separates, it's silence. It's pride that separates people. Um, yeah, if you have that for one another deep down, you can solve anything and everything in the world. The problem is people allow other people into it. And, um, and then things change, and that's no longer the same because they feed stuff into your ear. And words are carry weight. So you want what you're around to be a positive and not a negative. You don't want that in your life. You want your life to be positive. And so I'm going to leave it there. Take care. One thing I forgot to talk about was going back to this on the reason (laughs) I missed the point was the other point is um, when you sort of overcome this people pleasing and you're more focusing on a life that is pleasing towards God, your whole life shifts. I, I swear, I think in another life, I probably dealt with like family issues, being in a family, the traditional values that in this life, I'm like. I can't even do it anymore like I'm in a place where I'm like I just want to live my purpose be aligned to God and do what um, I was sent here to do that's it and so for me that's where the focus is is where the purpose is and when you're focused on your purpose then you're more living a life that is pleasing to God and not people I'm gonna give an example so people live a life right where it's all about family which I'm not saying is bad it's just different Right, and so. Um, you can't live a life of purpose when it's all about that. And remember when Christ said, "You'll leave your family, your brothers and sisters to follow me." That's exactly what happens when you're living a life of purpose. Is you leave all that. Oh, you didn't meet so and so. You didn't do this with so and no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But ask me, have I done the spiritual work? And i am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing on my mission on this earth? Yeah that's what I'm doing, that the activities, the stuff that is aligned to my purpose, yes, I'm there, I'm doing it, but this whole notion of, have you been to this birthday, have you been to this thing, have you been to that, have you followed up with this person, have you seen this family member, why didn't you call, I haven't, sorry, no, 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 and so I'm not in that traditional, so I know that when I'm With somebody who's going to be like my partner, it's going to be like, if he's a type that's all about doing with his family, his family activities, what his mom says, what this so-and-so says, they have this to go to that, it's not going to work. It's not going to go with me. It's probably a person who's same sort of thing, same sort of vision and goal as me, where he's focused on his purpose and trying to build his kingdom and trying to build his life for his kids and his generation. And if family fits into that, great. But nine times of ten, it doesn't because they're pulled away through familiar uh, family obligations, so that sometimes they can't even be with you. They don't even have the time for you. And because so and so's calling them to fix this, to do this, to attend the ceremony, to do. And I'm like, when are you focusing on your purpose? They can't. So when Christ said, You leave all that and follow me, 100% was the, the truest words because it's it happened in my life, in this life. There are times when I've exited group chats, family group chats, <laughs> because it's too much. I'm like, I, I, what are we talking, I, I can't. And my sister like, what are you doing? You, how could you, and you haven't even spoken to this, what, why would you do that? I'm like, look, you're living that life of family, kids tradition. For me, I'm not in it anymore. I used to be. I used to be that person that tried to get everybody together, um, wanted people from my family, from my and then I realized it wasn't working. It was not working. And so now I just connect to people on an individual basis and the family that I create for my son are the people that actually care about him or actually concerned about him, especially in me. Those are the people I call my family and that have entered our lives and have been around, who've been with us and around us. Those are the people I call my family. The rest is, does, so blood is no longer thicker than water for me is what I'm trying to say. And so I know whoever I meet that if he's not aligned to his purpose, and what he's supposed to do. Or if he's trying to figure that out, that's fine too. Um, Because nobody's perfect. I had to figure it out. So if that's the way, then likely it's gonna go in line with me. Because that's where my heart's at. But if his heart is on, I have to attend this thing, I have to attend this funeral, so-and-so dies, so-and-so birthdays this day, so-and-so call me Go ahead, I'm not, I can't be a part of it. Because none of that makes sense to me at this point in my life. What makes sense to me is not what pleases people, it's what pleases God. And what he wants, and it's—I will tell you—it's even more peaceful. (laughs) It's the most peaceful life you'll have following Christ. Yeah, there's storms. Yeah, there, are stuff. But it's not as exhausting or as self-sacrificial as the ones you're doing for people you call family. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. This is where I'm at, and people will take it to offense. I'm like, there's—I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing. This. I'm going with where my heart's at, and that's where I am. I'm trying to do whatever I came here to do, and that's it in this life. And so, I know when the party says, oh, Gale called me, this person called me, I have to go, go ahead, this ain't going to work. I'm going to leave it there, bye.